Uh, take charge of your money. Dot blog. Joining us on the line now is Brendan Dale, finance blogger. Brendan, welcome to the weekend early breakfast. How are you doing? Cool, thanks. Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks. It's a bit chilly, but all good. <laughs> it is that winter freeze is kicking in. Yeah, it's a raft. <laughs> this morning, when it comes to finances, uh, we chat about managing your money and making sure that you're in good stead. You often hear the phrase, live within your means, live within your means. For a lot, for a lot of us, it's quite difficult. But what are some, what are some, some rules, some tips uh, that we can take in order to ensure that we do, in fact, uh, live within our means? Cool. Um, yeah, I think I think one of the, the big things that that we need to learn about is just cash flow. You know, it's, it's easy to have money in investments and drive a nice car and have a nice house and all of this, but your month-to-month money just doesn't actually make it to the end of the month, and that's that's when you get into this whole sort of debt cycle when mm. you just can't manage your cash flow. So, living within your means is is I, I guess it's. It's learning about cash flow. I guess that's a that's a big way to say it. And then it's it's all about the the usual things, you know, budgeting and actually like tracking your expenses and stuff. So what do you, what is your advice? Of, of, of people have told me, or people often say, um, when it comes to sort of saving and living within your means, that you take your savings out first, and then from that, from what is left, your savings out, your general expenses, from that, what is left. That is what you live. That is what you used to live off of. That that's a great strategy. It, it kind of depends where you are with regards finances. So if you are in a lot of debt, you've got people literally knocking on your door and phoning you, and then then that strategy won't quite work because then you have to just deal with your debt first. Mm. You have to you have to work out who you owe money to and and pay them and like sort out that kind of aspect. But if you if you're in quite a stable cycle each month and even if you do have debt that you're paying off if it, if it is quite a, a stable amount and you, you know what you're doing and things are under control then it's a it's a really really good strategy to actually once you work out your budget and you see I've got 800 rand left as you get paid you take that 800 rand and you invest it or you mm. save it wherever and then you deal with your month and that's that sort of it, it limits yourself it, it gives you it's as though you're giving yourself a lesser salary that the, the long-term effect of that. I know the short-term, you might be thinking like, oh, I need to live for the moment. But, you know, give yourself five or ten years and your finances will be completely different. You, you would have transformed things. And you, you mentioned investments there. Um, how, how do we determine what's a smart investment? It's, mm, it's a bit tricky sometimes, but it's, I guess it depends on what your goals are. If you want to be investing for your for your children's education and things like that, and you want to do that now, that would be smart. Or, or if it's um, you've just you've been consulting with a financial advisor, or you're actually doing some research and you're actually analysing the fees, you you understand exactly what you're investing in and the consequences and the tax implications. It's 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 more about understanding and educating yourself and learning about what you're actually doing and you know there are lots there are lots of options and there are lots of lots of different strategies and it's, it's not to say one is is the best or better than the other it, it kind of depends on your personal circumstances but it's it's really it's about taking charge of your finances and actually really taking an interest and and figuring out what do i want to do so it's, it's 
as much about smart investments as it is about smart decisions and, and sort of really taking the time to, to make a proper decision. Well, we, you know, people they also often say when you're trying to make decisions and smart investments and living within your means, you have to create a financial plan. Is it as simple as that? Is there like a, is there a template for creating a financial plan? <laughs> I wish there was a template. No, <laughs> the the problem with personal finance is that it, it's personal. So it's it's really it all depends on your family, how if you're married or single, if you've got children, if you if you're looking after your parents or not. You know, like there's so many different aspects to it, but it, it can, you, you can either create your own financial plan or you can sort of sit with an advisor and, and figure things out, but it's, it's really, it's understanding where you want to be in the next, maybe by the end of the year, what, what small little changes would you like to have seen, and maybe in five years, ten years, so you, you really need to analyze your, your own finances mm-hmm. and your own mission in life and where you want to be, and a big part of a financial plan is really tracking things all the time. So it's, it's not good enough to say, oh, I want to be rich in five years. You need to be like, okay, I want to have saved X amount of money. And then each month in Excel spreadsheet or in a notepad or so, you're actually keeping track of these things. And when real life happens and when things throw you off course, it's all right to, to change your plan if you need to. Mm. But it's, it's being conscious about life as opposed to letting things just happen as as they do, and, and in a few years, you just go, oh, I don't know what happened. You know, it's, it's really being conscious of it. For our listeners that have just tuned in, this is the Weekend Early Breakfast with myself, Mark Johnson. I'm in conversation with Brendan Dale, finance blogger. You can find out uh, more about what Brendan does and his advice at takechargeofyourmoney.blog. Uh, some great advice on how to budget, uh, about your financial wealth, about saving money and financial habits. Uh, and this morning we're talking about just how to make sure that you are in good financial stead. Uh, making smart investments, uh, creating financial plans. And uh, here's the next one, Brendan. People always yeah. refer to um, having an emergency fund. You know, Is that different from having savings? Yes, definitely. So having an emergency fund is, is money that you have set aside specifically for these, these big events that happen that you, you, sort of, you don't normally plan for. So it's, it's if you're... If the geezer bursts and suddenly there's a three thousand rand insurance excess and or something happens to your pet and you have to race it off to the vet and there's a like four thousand rand bill and you know, all these real life things and your car breaks down and all of that. So it's, it's having money available that's not gonna mess up your month. So if if something major happens in the month, you can pay for it and and it doesn't affect your savings goals, it doesn't affect your budget, all of that. So it's, Again, it depends on your circumstances, but I'd say, you know, if you probably need around 10,000 rand set aside in a bank account, that's, <clears throat> my voice is good. <laughs> that's sort of easily accessible that you, you can get, just get that cash. Or some people like to use the credit card as the emergency fund. That's also fine as long as you actually have the cash somewhere, even if it's in a call account or so. Mm. You, you still need to cover that expense. You can't just say I'm using my credit card because you have to pay for it. So that's, yes, definitely, definitely a, a useful thing and, a, and quite a necessity. 
And then just to just to round up the round off the conversation, um, you know, a lot of times we we get ourselves into debt or into our financial situation, and we sort of push off, off the blame to somebody else. It's either our job we're not making enough money, or we blame a family member or friend who's always borrowing money and doing something. How important is it to take responsibility for your finances and your financial decisions? It is one hundred percent important. It's it's so vital because you. You know, if you want, if you want to succeed, if you want to create a stable financial, well, if you want stable finances in your family, if you want to actually have a, a future with your finances, you you have to be 100% responsible for it yourself. You have to make those decisions. You have to you have to just know what's going on. So you, it's vital. It's absolutely vital. Brendan, thanks again for taking uh, some time out to chat with us. It's always, it's always uh, enlightening having these conversations. You know, finance is a big stress for a lot of people, and uh, getting their advice and guiding us through it uh, is always super helpful. Brendan Dale, finance blogger. You can see, you can have a read through his blog at takechargeofyourmoney.blog. Brendan, have a great weekend further. Great stuff. Thank you.